What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Orange and Blue Weekly Review. This is your host, Ryan Kovaleski, and the date is September 2nd, 2019. It's Labor Day. I hope you guys had a fantastic Labor Day weekend. I know that I did. It's back to the grindstone next week, but not before some very entertaining college football guys. The only thing missing from week one was our fighting Florida Gators, guys. We had the very early bye week, as you guys can recall. We had our week zero matchup against the Miami Hurricanes in Orlando, Florida. We started off our season with a W, with a win, 1-0 against a very quality opponent, guys in the Miami Hurricanes. We don't have a lot of respect for them, but very quality opponent nonetheless. There's no preseason in college football, guys. You don't really know what you have until you see it on the field. In week one, anything can happen. So the Florida Gators, we come out of the gate a little bit sloppy, guys, but we caught the very early bye week, which I think is very beneficial for this season, for these Florida Gators. Let me tell you why, guys. Because we come into the season with very high expectations. We have a lot of pressure to live up to these expectations, guys. The Florida Gators come into the season ranked in the top 10. Justifiably so with the way that we finished last season. We were on a roll. We knocked off Florida State. We knocked off Michigan. We were scoring points in bunches. These guys have the potential, and the nation knows it. We just have to put it all together, guys. We come out of the gate very sloppy, like I said, against a very good opponent. But now we have the week one bye week, guys. And you know Coach Dan Mullen and his staff got our guys to reset, got our guys to refocus. It was a chance to kind of hit the reset button very early on, work on some of those execution issues, work on some of those discipline issues, Work on some of that maturity. And I know Coach Dan Mullen and his staff do a fantastic job. I know that they're going to have those boys ready to play against UT Martin. 7.30 p.m. next Saturday on ESPNU, guys. Opening night at the Swamp. I'm super stoked for it. I hope you guys are super amped up for it. I know it's going to be an easy game. It's basically going to be like another bye week. But I think that we needed it. This is a week where we kind of went back to the drawing board, got back on the practice field, worked on some small things, and then we get to put it together against a smaller team like UT Martin. There's no lack of quality opponents on our schedule. So this early cupcake game, this is a nice, almost like a preseason game for the Florida Gators, and I hope that we take advantage of it. I want to see a lot of the younger guys get some quality snaps next week i want to see emory jones in that game early and often and throwing the ball not just running it i want to see some of those younger receivers rick wells jacob copeland i want to see some of those younger offensive linemen ethan white i want to see some of those younger defensemen especially some of those younger secondary players i want to see them get some quality time in some experience so we can get some depth going into the heart of our schedule guys i'm super stoked about it like i said opening night of the swamp our first game in gainesville it should be a lot of fun florida gators on a bye week this week guys but i'm still making a podcast i'm going to talk about things that are relevant to the florida gators i'm going to talk about the teams that we will play this year i'm going to talk about the sec and of course i'm going to talk about fsu there's absolutely no way 
that Florida State is going to escape this episode of this podcast after losing to a team like Boise State in opening week, in week one, at their house, in the fashion in which they lost. But let's not get to that right now, guys. The SEC had a rough time this week, guys, and that pains me to say it. Missouri lost to Wyoming, 37-31. to Ole Miss lost to Memphis, 10-15. to Come on, guys. South Carolina lost to North Carolina, 24-20. Tennessee. Tennessee lost to Georgia State. That's the worst of the losses for the SEC. The SEC is the premier conference in college football, guys. This subject has been debated in great extent, but the SEC, we have the best recruiting. We have the best players coming into the draft every single year into the NFL. We have the most talent. We have the most money. We have the biggest fan bases. The SEC is superior to every other conference. There is no debate. We do have our downtime. We do have our down years. Teams circle the schedule when they have an SEC team on there, and that's basically like their Super Bowl. And the SEC teams, I don't want to make an excuse for them, but it's just another week for them. It's just another game, and it's actually less important to them because they do have that SEC schedule coming up. But there's no reason that Missouri should have lost to Wyoming. There's no reason that Ole Miss should have lost to Memphis. There is no reason that South Carolina should have lost to North Carolina, especially with a young team and a brand new coach that North Carolina had. And there is absolutely no reason for Georgia State to beat Tennessee. I mean, I love to see it as a Florida Gator fan. I hate Tennessee, but I do like the Southeastern Conference. I prefer our brand of football, and I do take a little bit of pride in it. So when I see Tennessee lose to Georgia State, that just drives me crazy, guys. Three turnovers for Tennessee. They lose 30-38 to against Georgia State, a far, far, far inferior opponent. That was absolutely embarrassing. I can't wait for the Florida Gators to get their hands on that Tennessee team this year. I can't wait for us to get our hands on South Carolina. Jake Bentley got hurt in that game. They're going to turn to a freshman quarterback, a true freshman quarterback, You hate to see that, but, I mean, that bodes well for the University of Florida. That should be an easier game than it would have been with the senior, Jake Bentley, who's a pretty quality quarterback. He did not have a great game against North Carolina, but that bodes well for the Florida Gators. Missouri, I know they beat us pretty bad last year, but they lost to Wyoming. They got the quarterback coming over, Bryant, from Clemson. You know, I, I think the, they, they always start off the season slow and they finish strong. But, you know, from the looks of things, we don't have too much to worry about them, them guys. Um, and, I mean, I'm gonna, I'll just say I know we don't play UCF, but, you know, they won. I, I can't stand that team. They won 62 to nothing against Florida A&M. I'm not a big believer in UCF. I wish that they would have took that deal that Florida proposed to them so that they can stop with this whole we'll play anybody, anywhere, anytime. That's absolutely not true. The Florida Gators offered you 
a contract to play us to give you guys some notoriety to let you guys back up those words so you guys can prove it on the biggest stage you guys bitched up you didn't take the deal but UCF won USF lost Miami obviously lost at the hands of us FSU lost repeat FSU lost so the Florida Gators the only real college football program in the state of Florida to come away with the victory this year uh, this opening day UCF like I said I'm not a big believer in them they play absolutely nobody it's not super hard to gear up for one hard opponent every single year I mean they got a quality football team for what they are for what they do they play in a inferior conference against inferior opponents you know they they do their little thing but you know like I said not a big believer in them FSU against Boise State guys this game made me so happy this weekend this was like early Christmas present Boise State who you know that team has knocked off some teams from the power five conferences they have a reputation of doing that but there is absolutely no way they should have came into Tallahassee and beat the Florida State Seminoles in their home week one in the fashion that they did guys 621 yards of offense they had a true freshman quarterback playing in that game 407 yards passing against the Florida State defense in their own house guys 214 yards rushing they outrushed the Seminoles they outpassed the Seminoles they had more sacks they led in time of possession not only did they lead in time of possession it was double they had the time of possession 40 minutes to 19 more than double time of possession 38 first downs to 19 they beat them in every single statistical category guys the Florida State Seminoles are a dumpster fire coach Taggart a dumpster fire this team is going nowhere fast I'm absolutely loving it I know you guys are absolutely loving it we're just heading in totally different trajectories this is this is how it's supposed to be this is how football in Florida is supposed to be the Florida Gators on their way up to the top and the Florida State Seminoles sputtering I know the last 10 years have been rough, but before that, we beat the Florida State Seminoles seven times in a row by an average of 24 points. We're the superior team of the state. We're the flagship program of this state, and it's time for us to start acting like it. And when you see the Florida State Seminoles losing in week one for the third straight year in a row, and this time to a team that's not even in the Power Five guys, it just makes you very happy. I mean, this was a bye week for us, but I'm very, very happy. This was a great week of college football, and it was capped off by the Florida State Seminoles losing, starting off their season 0-1, more questions than they have answers. This season hopefully will be another dumpster fire for them. Have no faith in them as a coaching staff. I have no faith in them as a football team. As a program, they're an embarrassment. Let me say it again. They're an embarrassment, and we love it. We just hope that they continue to fall down this downward spiral so we can make fun of those guys, so we can 
just ridicule those guys and we can just enjoy the way the 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 natural order of how things have always supposed to be and the way things were and hopefully that's where they're returning it sure looks like it the florida gators like i said started off the season 1-0 knocking off the miami hurricanes and fsu 0-1 miami 0-1 and we keep moving hopefully they just keep moving backwards guys Next week, there's going to be some good football games. I hope the SEC does the right thing. I hope they get back on track, guys. Texas A&M versus Clemson. That game's going to be in Clemson. That's going to be a super tough game. But one of the very few times I'll ever root for Jimbo Fisher, I hope that Texas A&M at least keeps it entertainable. I hope that they at least show up. I hope they at least show some fight. Clemson did not look overly dominant against Georgia Tech. I mean, that score, you would have thought that Clemson really manhandled Georgia Tech. But, you know, Trevor Lawrence, the phenom quarterback, threw a couple interceptions. He didn't have the greatest game through the air. The running back, he, you know, he did his thing. He, he got his yards. They, you know, they, they... They, they took care of business against a, a way less talented Georgia Tech team, but they didn't do it in such a convincing fashion that you think that they're going to be just completely unstoppable. So I hope that Texas A&M at least shows up, makes that game entertainable. UCF plays FAU. Oh, my gosh. You know, big, huge game for UCF. That's about the kind of quality opponent that they see every single week, week in and week out. Forget about the UCF Golden Knights. I don't want to hear anything from them. They turned down the opportunity to play Florida. I don't want to hear anything from them. I don't want to hear anything from their fans. I really hope that we get to play them sometime soon. We just beat them into the ground. We just drag them up and down the field like you know that we would if we played them. LSU is going to have their hands full against Texas 7.30 p.m. next Saturday on ABC. I'm super stoked about that game. Can't wait to watch that. I hope LSU represents well. Texas didn't look overly dominant in their opener. LSU, they were playing a very poor Georgia Southern team. But Joe Burrows, he threw for a lot of touch. I think I think he threw for six touchdowns, so they looked pretty good. Um, you know, they will until they play us, and then we'll knock them off because that's what we do. We beat LSU. Um, going back to last or this week, Auburn they beat Oregon, but they did not do it in very convincing fashion, guys. I thought Oregon dominated that game. I thought Oregon looked better in all three phases of that game. I still cannot believe that the Auburn Tigers won that game. That, that's that got to be very frustrating for Oregon fans. I thought they dominated that whole entire game. But nonetheless, Auburn wins that game 27-21, to representing for the SEC on national television. That's another team we're going to play this year, guys. We're going to knock off those Tigers. I know it. We're going to go ahead and we're, we're going we're gonna to get – we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna finish – 10 and 2 or 11 and 1. I'm going to call it right now. 10 and 2 or 11 and 1, the Florida Gators. We're going to repeat <clears throat> that W in the win column next week against UT Martin and then it's on to Kentucky where we're going to get some revenge for last year. They popped off on us last year on a very fluke game. 
They had a great game. They caught us on a down week. That's not going to happen this week, guys. We're going to start the season off 3-0 and when we get our hands on Kentucky. But that's basically all I have for you guys this week, guys. Like I said, Florida Gators on a bye week, so not much to report there. Not really much coming out of the camp anyway. I mean, scouring the Florida Gator news this week, nothing really crazy going on. I know Kirk Herbstreet had some pretty strong words against Felipe Franks on college game day. And, you know, justifiably so, because Felipe Franks, he's got some growing up to do. Um, He kind of embarrassed himself on TV against the Miami Hurricanes, not necessarily with his play on the field, just some of the antics, some called for. It's not not good class. It's not what you want to see out of the leader of your football team. The Florida Gators go on next week, like I said, 7.30 p.m. on ESPNU against UT Martin, opening night at the Swamp. Some good SEC football games next week also, guys, that I'm looking forward to. Hopefully the SEC will get back on track after a horrible week one for them. Um, some of the powerhouse teams, they took care of business like you think they will. But some of those other teams, guys, some of those losses, Tennessee, come on. South Carolina, come on. Ole Miss, come on. Missouri, come on. You guys are better than that. Tune in next week, guys. I'm going to have a much better show. I'll be able to recap the game that we play against UT Martin. I'll be able to talk about, hopefully, well, I won't be able to talk about another FSU loss because I think they play, I don't even know who they play, but they play a cupcake game, so, you know, they'll get back on track, I'm sure. Um, But I'll recap some of the SEC stuff, guys, SEC stuff. Um, but mainly talk about the Florida Gators. We'll recap their game after next week. We'll go ahead and review the Kentucky game. I'll bring you guys some analysis, you know, before our beatdown of Kentucky, before we go 3-0. and Thank you guys for listening to this show. Thank you guys for subscribing. Thank you guys for leaving a like. Thank you guys who left comments in the comment section. As I said, Orange and Blue Weekly Review. Find us on iTunes, guys. Your weekly source of Florida Gator football and a very biased take from a very biased Florida Gator fan. Thank you, guys. This is Ryan Kovaleski, Orange and Blue Weekly Review. I'm out.